Good morning, RVA. It's 65 degrees right now before the sun comes up, and today's highs will top out somewhere in the mid-80s. NBC 12's Andrew Frieden says, quote, we're going to smash today's record of 75 degrees. It won't even be close, and we'll probably get to the all-time February record of 83 degrees, which happened twice in the early 30s. Things do cool off in a big way tomorrow, but today looks like an absolute stunner. Enjoy. Beep. Water cooler. Anna Bryson at the Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that RPS Chief of Staff Michelle Hadasco has resigned. To quote a bit from Hadasco's resignation letter, the hostile and toxic work environment that some members of the RPS school board have created and actively perpetuate on a daily basis is a deep disservice to RPS students and families. The frequent actions that some board members take to dismantle progress and intentionally set the administration up to fail, along with mean-spirited personal attacks, threats, and unfounded accusations have made doing this work nearly impossible. Our students are the ones paying the price. I couldn't agree more, and it's not like Hadasco is an outlier either. Tyler Lane at WTVR put together the list of recent high-level resignations, which include Chief Operating Officer, Chief Academic Officer, and the Director of Safety and Security. In a pretty clear sign of their brokenness and dysfunction, the RPS board couldn't come to consensus on a statement for media. All right, it's election dominoes time. Now that Representative-elect McClellan is off to Washington, we need to go through another whole round of primaries and special elections to fill her state Senate seat. Senator Louise Lucas has set March 28th as the special election date, and the Democratic Party of Virginia has set February 26th this Sunday as the primary election date. Candidates have until 7 p.m. tomorrow to declare, which is stressful. At this point, I know we'll see Alexis Rogers, Lamont Bagney, and Don Adams on the ballot, but even with the incredibly short timelines, I wouldn't be surprised to see a few more names pop up over the next 36 hours. Voting locations to come, stay tuned and make a plan to vote. Yesterday, Patrick Wilson at the RTD got a hold of some internal affairs documents from the Richmond Police Department about their responses during the protests of the summer of 2020. I think nothing in here will surprise you, and you'll see a lot of the former police chief's defensive tone come through in statements from on-the-ground officers. My biggest takeaway is that the acting-slash-interim-slash-new chief has a ton of work to do on the basics, stuff like equipment training. WRIC's Jacob Cords reports on a bit of progress in bringing Chesterfield's bikeways plan to life. I know it'll take one zillion years, it might just never happen, but a safe, protected way to ride bikes from the city to the trails at Pocahontas State Park would be really, really rad. Jod Khalil at VPM has an update on the city's plan to acquire those two historically black cemeteries in the East End. That resolution, Resolution 2023-R011, has been continued until April. Another good thread via the RVA subreddit, best calorie bombs in the city. Sometimes you just want a pile of fried things topped with cheese and sauce and more fried things, you know? Tonight from 6 to 7 p.m., VUU will host a neat discussion about the old Ashland trolley line, its historical impact, and how the in-planning fall line trail will follow a similar-ish route. I love transportation history, obviously, and if we hadn't set fire to our electric streetcars in the 40s and 50s, a couple lines would run just blocks from my house. Plan RVA has put together a really nice story map if you'd like to learn more about the trolley's history and if it ran past your house, or you can just come out to the event tonight, which is free to attend. This morning's long read is titled, The Work Is Not Enough. I read this, surrounded by laundry, thinking through next week's meal plan, and it hit me hard. Anne Helen Peterson! Here's an excerpt. Losing a day, an hour, an afternoon, it was a time used to put things in place to keep them rolling through the week, and that time is lost, and then you find yourself in a 17-task pileup. The laundry didn't get done or put away, which means everyone's down in the laundry room sorting through piles on the floor, which means there's more laundry and or no place to put the next loads of laundry, and pretty soon you're in a laundry apocalypse, and the only thing that's going to save you is... 
the next weekend. When your life is precariously balanced, weekends aren't for rest or reflection, not really. They're for cramming in the things you had no time for during the week, whatever semblance of leisure, plus 17 kids' birthday parties or sporting events if you're a parent, then catching up or setting up or meal planning or doing enough laundry in preparation for the next week to come. If you'd like to suggest a long read to show up here, go chip in a couple of bucks on the old Patreon. That's patreon.com slash gmrva. This morning's picture of the day is a picture of visual tree static. Intro and outro music by Matt Fisher. And you can find links to all these stories and more in the show notes or on gmrva.com. Thank you.